Let's talk about Ted. Let's talk about Ted, baby. Um, hello everyone. Welcome back once again to Capes and Japes. For you, it has been a week. Um, but for us, through the magic of audio editing, it has been <laughs> mere moments. It's been like three minutes. <laughs> three long minutes with during which we had put Booster Gold out into the world and we had not talked about his counterpart, Ted Cord. Ted. Theodore Cord, the Blue Beetle. Um, so, thing is, the Blue Beetle is not originally... Well, for Ted Cord is not the first Blue Beetle. And the Blue Beetle and Ted are not originally... DC Comics characters. Oh. Yeah. That's a that's a fun fact. Um so brief history, um Fox Comics was a um one of many many early comic book companies um that came up with this uh this hero called the Blue Beetle in 1940, which like you could probably cuz like the Blue Beetle sounds like a very old-timey superhero. Oh, yeah. Name. It's like, oh, here it comes, the Blue Beetle! Um, that's my one old-timey voice. How to make a superhero name in the 40s. A color, <laughs> an animal. <laughs> that's it. That's all you do. Um, and so it was sort of like this, like, you know, pulpy hero, and he took a vitamin that gave him super strength. And, uh, he fought criminals and he rescued dames, um... Gotta get me that vitamin. Gotta get your vitamins. Um, you know, a 40s superhero. And Fox, um, and this, this Blue Beetle was not Ted Cord. Uh, his name was Dan Garrett. Um, and he was just, like, a dude. Like, I think his father was a policeman and he got murdered by crime. And then he was like, I'm gonna stop the crime as the Blue Beetle! Um, and then, uh, Fox Comics was acquired by Charlton Comics, and in the 60s, they revamped the Blue Beetle, still as Dan Garrett, um, but in this, like, much campier way, in a very 60s superhero way, where he was an archaeologist, and he was on a dig in Egypt, and he discovered this mysterious mysterious scarab and mm. when you took the scarab and you said the words kajida you would get superpowers the powers of the blue beetle and then he um had a lot of very campy adventures and he fought a mummy and you know some other stuff and then uh steve ditko still working for this other comic book company um, Steve Ditko being, uh, co-creator of Spider-Man and the co-creator of Doctor Strange, I think, um, they came up with this, uh, this second Blue Beetle, uh, Ted Cord, and Ted Cord was a, uh, a young inventor, he was a super genius, and he was, uh, Dan, he was like, he asked uh, the Blue Beetle for help investigating his uncle 
whose name was Jarvis, which I can't get over, his uncle Jarvis, um, for, uh, cause he was like, I think he's up to no good. Blue Beetle, help me. And then they investigated him and then Dan Garrett died and then Ted was the Blue Beetle now. Um, and this like gets kind of like, uh, shifted around. Another interesting fact, um, the character of, I mean, as can like probably be obvious, um, once we get a little bit more into Ted and how Ted works, but the character of Night Owl in Watchmen was actually basically just based on the Blue Beetle, like <laughs> just like a reskinned Blue Beetle. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah. Um, so DC Comics acquired this company, Charlton Comics, and their characters, um, which also included, uh, Captain Adam, um, and The Question, um, both of whom would go on to be, like, pretty major, like, DC characters, um, and they were like, oh, perfect, we have this, like, wild, like, crossover event, going on this was like during crisis on infinite earth we're like doing all this stuff with our continuity we can use this to integrate these new characters into the timeline because it's a crisis we can just be like well they were always there <laughs> we own them this whole time there are remember these guys right? um yes um so ted cord becomes part of the dc universe officially um he has a solo series from like in the late 80s and I think it's the only um solo series that Ted has um uh but he's the blue beetle and he doesn't have any superpowers um there's this <laughs> there's this thing because they went with like the um the the appropriate of scarab version of Dan Garrett um and then later on, they try and do the scarab thing in a way that's less appropriative. Um, but, you know, in in the 80s, they were still like, oh, this is fine. Um, so they went with that. But the way they had it was like, <laughs> Dan Garrett died. And he was like, oh, Ted, take my mystical scarab that gives me my superpowers. And Ted took it. And then he couldn't get it to work. So he was just like. Ah, fuck it. Well, anyway. <laughs> put, it in a, put it in a basement somewhere. It was like, I'll just do my own thing. Um, and then um, it, like, goes uncommented on for a lot. And then it, like, crops up in, like, a couple other storylines. It's like, oh, that's, oh, that's Scarab. That's right. Um, and then it actually comes into play once uh, Jaime is the Blue Beetle. But that's much later. Um, so Ted, uh, Ted does his own thing. Um, he is in, in the DC version. Um, his father owns, um, Cord Industries. It's Cord K-O-R-D. Um, and then in some, they sometimes decide it's an acronym, um, for Cord on, like omniversal om omni cord omni something research and development and it's like you can't 
you can't make an acronym that's your name where the first word is also <laughs> your name. <laughs> what? That's so... Why did you do this? Um, but anyways, um, his father uh, created Cord Industries and then Ted takes it over. It does... Um, he's not a very good businessman and also people can never decide how much of a businessman they want him to be so sometimes it's like I'm Ted Cord I'm almost like Bruce Wayne and sometimes it's like I'm broke <laughs> um that's business for you that's just how business is but he continually owns the company at some point um Wayne Enterprises buys it and they might still own it which I assume Bruce does just so he's like I will I will run this business Ted you just do whatever it is you're doing you go hang out with Booster I've got this you go hang out with Booster I'll handle this you dumb child um but what he does is, I mean, one, he's very, very, very smart. Um, there's a point in Justice League International where um, Guy Gardner is like, I think Ted's smarter than Batman. And, like, it's Guy Gardner, so take it how you will. Um, <laughs> but he is very um, deceptively smart for being um, such a goofball. And he runs around... Um, with all of these things that he invented. Most notably, um, or at least most iconically, is this big, like, helicopter-type aircraft called the Bug that he, like, repels in and out of on, like, a cable. Um, <laughs> and it's shaped like a big, round beetle. Of course. Yeah, of course it is. And it's very cute. Um, and he also has a, he has a, he has a gun, but it's not, like, a gun gun. Um, but it just, like, it just, it, like, shoots a really bright light that, like, blinds people. Not, like, permanent, just, like, it's just, like, a, just, like, a, just, like, a flash grenade. Listeners, you can't Primarily. see it, but I am making the most confused face. He just has um, a it's, gun it's, that emits light just like haha now you can't see me it's like Like, no ted i'm wearing polarized sunglasses i can still see you it's like it's his signature weapon and it just goes like pew i think at some point he like modifies it to do other stuff but it's, it's like he's the he's the world's Greatest inventor, and he made a gun that goes pew. Beautiful. This is my creation. It goes pew. Thank you, um, Ted. No, I'm, I'm, I'm selling him short. I think. What does this machine dumb do? Gun is... It beeps. <laughs> it go beep. I made a robot that screams. Oh. Why? <laughs> oh. There is um, I can't. I don't think I mentioned this. Um, 
while we were talking about Booster, um, at some point it's retconned um, that Skeets is actually based on based on a um, Cord Industries prototype. Um, so Ted made Skeets. So that's um, that's another fun thing. But um, yeah, he's just like. He's just a dude with some stuff. And it's like, it's also, um, I love Ted's design also in kind of the same way that like Booster has like an extremely 80s design. Ted sort of still has like this extremely 60s design, like including the themed ship and the pew gun, which is like where a lot of the, the you can see a lot of the night owl parallels. But also he's got this like this bright blue suit with these bright yellow goggles and it's just like it's very silly looking. <laughs> but I really like it. Um he's also like like in a way that they like actually call attention to, he's like not super fit. Um and there is actually like this whole arc in like Justice League about him being like insecure about his weight um which is kind of charming um but he's just this dude with a big ship and he invents stuff and he doesn't know what's going on ever um so uh crisis happens Blue Beetle is introduced to DC continuity um Justice League International launches in the late 80s. Oh no, I have dog noises. Can you hear the dogs? I can definitely hear the dogs. Okay. Um, sorry about that. Um, I'm full of regrets. Um, Justice League International is launched like the year after uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth happens. Um, and it's written by uh, Keith Giffen, um, who's also the guy who did that interview where he was like, no, we put, we put the real Booster and Ted in it. It's just them. Um, which is because he was the one who uh, was kind of the foundation of the Booster and Ted thing. Um, Justice League International is supposed to be like the relaunch of the post-crisis Justice League um and this is and Wikipedia talks about it exactly like this which is so funny to me um the problem was when Keith they were like Keith Giffen time to relaunch Justice League time to write a new Justice League book and he was like perfect and they were like but uh Superman we're doing um we're currently like, relaunching Superman's backstory, so you can't use Superman in it. And, uh, George Perez is relaunching Wonder Woman's backstory, so you can't use Wonder Woman in it. Um, and we're introducing Wally West as the Flash, so you can't use the Flash in it. <laughs> um, so, have fun. Um, and, <laughs> and it describes it exactly like this on the Wikipedia entry. Um, Dennis O'Neill took pity on him and said, okay, you can put Batman in it. <laughs> Batman you can have. So it's this, like, 
it's this version of the Justice League, um, that's just Batman, and then a bunch of second stringers, sometimes third stringers, but, um, it's like Batman is the biggest one, um, Martian Man, Martian Manhunter is on it, which is, you know, that's, that's pretty good get, um, Black Canary's there, which is good, um, and then it's, uh, Mr. Miracle, Captain Marvel, um, Dr. Light, Dr. Light, either Dr. Light or Dr. Fate, or maybe both Doctors Light and Fate, um, which is wild. It's very possibly Um, both of them. Too many Doctors. the, The Doctors. Guy Gardner as the Green Lantern, which, um... We can't tell this whole story now. I want to do, like... <laughs> I almost want to do, like, a mini, like, three-minute capes and japes talking about this. Um, Ted is present for possibly the greatest event in DC Comics history, which is the time <laughs> Batman one-hit KO'd Guy Gardner. Um, it's an amazing story. Um, but... Um, Guy Gardner, the asshole Green Lantern is there, um, and Ted and Booster, um, and it's this very, like, which is wild for, like, the time period of, like, launching right around the Dark Knight Returns and Watchmen and, like, getting into this, like, like, early 90s, like, super hyper-aggressively, like, grimdark comics. Um, it's just, like, sitcom goofy. And, like, a lot of it is, like, kind of, like, dumb dude joke goofy. Um, and it's like, oh, like, Guy Gardner's a sexist, and, like, Black Canary gets mad about it. And it's like, I mean, yeah, obviously she does. Um, but it's also just, like, like, oh, it's, like, there's so many shenanigans, and, like, for some, like, there's not even a reason for it to happen, but Ted and Booster become best friends almost immediately, and then spend this whole series, um, just, like, being those two guys in the background of every scene, like, providing commentary on everything that's going on, and just, like, constantly bantering with each other, and also, like, just, like... Stealing John's cookies. <laughs> Stealing John's cookies, like, getting all these, like, buckwild schemes. Like, they start a video game company together, they, like, build an arcade on this island, they, like, they have, I don't even know what this means, I just read it, they have a stinted superhero repo men. What? It's, like, it's so, and it's good, because, like, because Ted is a huge nerd, and Booster is, like, literally a college football star um and yet they're both like yeah 
This sounds fun. We should steal John's cookies together. Like, <laughs> I wonder what'll happen if we light this on fire. Um, it's like, it's just like such an earnest, um, friendship. I'm going to finish talking about, um, Booster real quick. Um, I mean, about Ted. See, I can't even keep their names straight. Um, because they're, uh, they're joined at the hip. Um, so after Justice League International ends, um, Ted is, like, kind of out of the spotlight a little. He spends, like, most of his time just, like, showing up wherever Booster shows up. Um, and it's like, oh, like, Booster gets, like, um, I think Ted is also, like, I mean, Ted's also in this fight, um, when Doomsday shows up to kill Superman, A, Booster's the one who names him Doomsday, um, because he is on that branding grind. Beautiful. Um, Perfect. Yeah, um, but Booster, his suit gets destroyed, and, uh, his arm gets ripped off, and, um, Ted builds him a new arm and a new suit that can, like, keep him alive, and then he, you know, he figures it out, and then Ted builds him some more stuff, like, just keeps building him stuff, um, Booster goes to him, he's like, hey, Ted, I need this, and Ted's like, you got it, um, he also, um, he has a really nice arc, um, in Birds of Prey, which would be, like, early 2000s, um, where he's, like, um, he's mostly kind of retired from superheroing, um, but he and Oracle, like, talk online, like, they're, like, internet friends. Thank you. Um, thank you for this information. (laughs) It's so good, and he, like, kind of has a crush on her, but, like, just a little bit, um, and he, like, he helps the, the birds of prey out with some stuff, um, it's, like, it's really good. They're nerd friends. Um, but anyway, um, this is when we get to the point where we are leading up to, uh, Infinite Crisis. Not Crisis on Infinite Earths. Because they just have to, like, keep giving things, like, it's like, this one's Crisis on Infinite Earths, but this one's Infinite Crisis. And this one's 52, the comic event, but this one is New 52, the, like, the relaunch. Don't get these confused or we'll kill you. Please. (laughs) But uh, a bunch of kryptonite is stolen from Cord Industries. And he's like, well, that's no good. Um, And he's like, Booster, help me find this kryptonite. And Booster's like, okay. And then he gets blown up by a robot. And, like, he's fine. He's injured, but he's, like, fine, obviously. And Ted's like, well, darn. Gotta go figure out this kryptonite thing by myself. Um, And he tracks the kryptonite to uh Maxwell Lord um which like this is just like a podcast about like ridiculous names if you met a dude whose name was Maxwell Lord the 4th you would be like this is this is an evil dude yeah this dude is going to do some crimes actually um but no one in the DC universe put together all the crimes this man was going to do. Because he was, like, 
kind of like a shady businessman. And then he like did gain mind control powers. But he was like, no, it's cool. Um, but he like sponsored the Justice League International initially. Um, and they were like, uh, this dude's like a little sketchy. And like he had this whole thing with this evil robot. But like he's probably okay. Um, and then it turns out he was actually very evil. And he wants to kill all superheroes. Um, and Ted finds out and he goes, oh no. Um, and then Max, um, shoots him in the head. Um, like, not, it's not even like a, a superhero death. He just gets like shot right in the head, um, with a gun. And it does not a gun that goes pew, pew, pew. It's a real gun. Um. A real gun? And a real gun for death. <laughs> um. And, um, then he dies. And it is, like, I mean, this wasn't that long ago. It was, like, 15 years ago. So it's, like, not that impressive a feat, I guess. But, like, for a while, it's uh, considering that, like, most superheroes stay dead for 18 months. Um, it's a pretty impressive feat that, like, for a pretty long time, like, Ted's, he's just, he, he just dead. Like, he's just fully dead. Um, except for the point where, like, Booster travels back in time to try to save him, and then it turns out that, like, his death was necessary to the stability of the timeline, and then he sacrifices himself and dies again. Um, he's just, like, extremely dead. And it's very sad. Um, he does, um... Currently, I have not read Rebirth Blue Beetle, which is a shame. Um, and it was canceled earlier this year. Um, so it is over now, but now I can read all of it. Um, but he is in that. Um, so in Rebirth, he's just like alive. Um, and this is uncommented on. Um, so I guess they just decided he had enough time being dead, which is fine, but, um, I'm hoping now that, like, Booster's doing stuff, we're gonna get some more of them. Um, I like Ted a lot. One of the things that's, like, very appealing to me about Ted is that like, I guess I'm mostly thinking about, like, Hank Pym and Reed Richards. Uh. And, like, sort of Tony. Um, and a little bit... Ray Palmer's, like, a little bit of a dick. But, like, there's, like, a lot of, like, superheroes who are inventors who are just, like, super assholes about it. Who are like, I'm a superhero and also a genius. I love to hit my wife. Um... And it's, like, it's really nice to have a superhero who's an inventor and a genius who's just, like, I made a gun that goes pew! I love to help my friends! Like, he makes some, like, some kind of, like, I don't know, like, slightly unthoughtful comments, like, in Justice League and stuff, um... But it's mostly just, like, 
oh, he's just a dude who likes to make jokes and he opens his mouth before he thinks about it. Um, and Booster's like, hey, same hat! And then they're best friends. Um, <laughs> and, like, it's so, like, I cannot stress enough how, like, wild the thing with Booster is. Um, because it's, like, it's not, like, um, Dick Grayson and Wally West are best friends, and when they talk about each other, they refer to each other as their best friend, and that's very important to me, and they're two of my favorite characters. But, like, they also have a lot of other things going on outside of each other, and it's just, like, you know, they're hanging on the Titans, it's like, oh, my best friend, Wally West, is here! And, like, I think part of that also has to do with the fact that, like, both of them have had, like, canon love interests, um, which Booster and Ted really don't. So maybe that's why. I mean, because, like, Ted had a crush on Oracle, which is really, really cute, um, and Booster, uh, I I guess gets married to someone in the future because he has a son. Um, well, that doesn't necessarily mean that he has to get married. No, that's also true. I think I think it's mentioned that he's married, um, but we don't know to who. But I also could be making that up. I also could just be, like, really hoping he got married to Ted. Um, it's like, there is no situation, like, basically once... Ted and Booster are introduced to each other, there is, like, almost no point where you see one of them without the other being at least mentioned. (laughs) Which is wild. Because it's, like, it's not even, like, they were created to, like, like, counterbalance each other. They just, like, happened to come to arrive at DC Comics at around the same time, and they were put on this same team, and Giffen was like, I think these dudes should be best friends. And then everybody else was like, you know what? You're right. And you know what else? They're going to be best friends forever. They're literally never going to stop being best friends. (laughs) And they're going to talk about each other all the time, (laughs) and be in each other's comics constantly there's a uh, um there's this Ted has a secret a secret base a secret warehouse where he keeps a bunch of his stuff and um at some point after Ted dies after Ted dies there's like this whole like point where they're like oh, maybe we're going to bring Ted back, and then things just get rebooted a bunch, and then it's like, oh, whatever, he's fucking, he's back in Rebirth, I guess. Um, but Booster's talking about Ted's secret warehouse, and it's like, yeah, it's like, it's, you know, it's super secure, it's like genetically coded, the only two people who have access to it are me and Ted. <laughs> it's like, you know... You just gotta give your life partner access to your secret superhero warehouse. Of course. You just gotta. What if Booster really needs to talk to you, but he can't get in? 
what if Booster has a really cool idea for a prank, but he can't get into your secret warehouse? So important. Um, there's also, um, there's this, um, pretty buckwild, um, Justice League, like, alternate universe thing, um, called the Justice Riders, where it's the Justice League, but they're cowboys, um, and Booster Gold is in it, and he's a cowboy, and, uh, Ted is in it, and he's an eccentric inventor, and they're working together, because it's like, of course they are, and, like, they're both, they were both in Convergence, and it's like, they're both in each other's comic books, because, like, of course, like, nobody else is like this, like, even, like, canon couples aren't like this, like, <laughs> Lois is in Superman comics, less than Ted is in Booster Gold comics. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> um, but it's also just really nice. They're just, like, they just love each other, and it's nice. Um, and, and Booster tries to go back in time to save Ted's life, because he loves him so much. Um, this isn't even... This whole time, this has been me talking without, like, a ship lens or anything. This is just, like, cold, hard facts um, about Booster and Ted not being able to shut up about each other. And it's, 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 very good. it's a very good jock-nerd friendship, but also both the jock and the nerd have, like, absolutely zero common sense. And, like... The jock likes to make get-rich-quick schemes, and the nerd who has a bunch of money is like, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds really good. Um, and they make a video game company together, and it's called Blue and Gold, because they're freaking dweebs and a half. Of course it's called Blue and Gold. It's called Blue and Gold. You know, get, get, it's, get it? Get it? It's, they're yeah. blue, get it? They're blue it, and gold. Of, of course. Of course. You are not subtle, boys. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, they're just like... <laughs> it's like the comic book equivalent of if, like, Miguel and Tulio from El Dorado were just running around in the background of every scene. Yes. Um, it also, like, it helps to, like, give Ted something to focus on. And it helps to humanize Booster to have somebody that he cares about so much. And it's also just so good to read comics about two people just having a fucking nice time being friends. God. Until one of them dies. And the other one goes back in time to try to save him. Until one of them dies. And then it's not a nice time being friends. And it's a very sad time. But... Listen, Ted's just alive now. Yeah. So, friends. Booster did friends, it. Friends again? <laughs> Booster did it. You saved him. Um, man, I freaking, we better, we better get something. I mean, there has to be something, because that's the thing, is literally any time somebody mentions either one of them, someone else is like, okay, but where, where's Ted, though? 
<laughs> like, yeah, I'm riding Booster. Where's Ted? Where's Ted? Yeah, Ted's gonna be. Where's Booster? Where's Booster? <laughs> Where's Booster? You can't separate them. You cannot. They would not want it that way. No. They would refuse. Je refuse. Je refuse. Anyways, um, Ted Cord. There's not. <laughs> I knew I was. I was mostly saving like some of the Booster and Ted stuff episode for this. Uh, some of the Booster and Ted stuff for this episode. Um, because I knew that talking about Ted would be kind of short because it's like, it's a very straightforward story. <laughs> he's a guy and he invents a bunch of things and he uses things to fight crime. And he does a good job and he dies for a long time, but now he's okay again. He's back. He's Blue Beetle. He's, he's back. He's doing so good. I was um just looking at the um the DC solicits um the like the summaries for each issue that's coming out um came out today for the month of June. And um there's like a lot happening in the next few months. And this page was just, like, so long. And there's, like, a bunch of things getting relaunched. And, like, Bruce and Selina are getting married. And there's, like, eight tie-in issues to, like, Bruce and Selina getting married. And there's a new Justice League and a new Teen Titans and a new Adjectiveless Titans. And, like, a new uh, Brian Bendis on Man of Steel. And none of those things were about Booster Gold. And I looked. Um, but I'm hanging in there and flash war is happening why are the flashes having a war why are they having a war i don't that get seems it they're like, like the Which opposite one? thing that a flash would do it's literally it's like it's so in i mean like okay wally's the best one and we all know that um but also it's just like <laughs> it's so like which flash is gonna be the ultimate Flash. It's like, they can both just be the Flash. There's literally two dudes named Wally West right now. I don't think having two Flashes is, like, that big a deal. They can both just be the Flash. They can both be the Flash. Nobody will know. And then they'll go to Justice League meetings, and it's like, no, I don't want to go to this one. You go to this one. Oh, but I had plans. <laughs> Fine, I'll go to this one. And then it's like... Which flash are we speaking to? It's like, you know which flash you're speaking to. Look at the body language. <laughs> oh, it's Wally. Yeah. Wally's here. Oh, it's, darn it. I wish it were Wally. Barry. Barry would at least pay a little bit of attention. <laughs> Wally, stop texting my son during Justice League meetings. Wally, this is important. I'm Barry. No, you're not. Don't lie to me. <laughs> oh man um so anyways um basically as we get into the spring and summer um there's a good chance i'm gonna get uh heated up about some stuff oh i remembered something else that i wanted to talk about oh that i forgot to mention last time but thankfully i remembered it in the past 45 minutes um which is that another thing that's getting relaunched 
not relaunched, um, but there's a new writer taking over uh, Detective Comics, which is an ongoing Batman book, but unlike the main Batman book, it focuses, um, it's like mostly like a team, like Bat Family book, um, but not like the like, in like immediate Bat Family, because most of the Robins have their own books. Um, so it's, it's been, like, mostly, like, Tim and Cass and Kate and Duke occasionally and, um, Asriel and Luke and then they just had this whole thing where, like, Clayface was, like, a good guy but then he was a bad guy again. It was very sad. Um, there's a new writer taking over and he's doing an arc with, like, um, Duke and Cass and Black Lightning that looks super interesting. Um, but, uh... James Tinian? Tinian? T it's I every way I pronounce it, it sounds weird. It's T Y N I O N. Um, the fourth is the current writer who's gonna be leaving. He's most notable for being the one person at DC Comics who um stands Tim Drake. Um and Tim Drake has been treated so badly in like every reboot up till now and then James T just swooped in and was like I will write the Tim I will love Tim enough for all of you um and I really admire that about him um but he's um one he's doing his final arc right now which is um titled Batman Eternal Men Plural um and it looks to be very interesting um, but I also, um, spoke with a friend recently who has, um, met him for not totally non-comics related reasons, which is wild. Um, and they were like, yeah, he seems to be a really cool guy. And I was like, right on. So, um, go read Detective Comics because it is written by apparently a really cool guy. A really cool guy. A really cool guy. Um, and because we're recording this in the past and you are hearing it in the future, um, I can't talk about what comics came out this week. Um, I don't know, Olivia. Did you read any comics in the three minutes between recording episodes? God, I wish. I um, didn't. Just like, pew! I didn't either. Um, but I hope that the comics were good. Um, maybe some of them were bad. I guess we'll find out next week on Capes and Japes. Yeah. Uh, I would like to apologize This whole, if I have been more quiet than usual this episode. I have been paying attention, but my internet is so bad that I only caught like every fourth word. So I'm looking forward to editing this episode and actually learning more about Ted Cord. <laughs> Now we can learn. Um, I'm just like you okay. listeners. I gotta listen to it to find out what happens in the episode. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think between your dying internet and my swiftly approaching bedtime, um, that is a good that is a good time um, to end this particular episode. Um, so. Thank you once again for listening um, to Capes and Japes. Um, you can find us 
all kinds of places online. We got we got a Twitter. We got a Tumblr. We got an Instagram. We got a Facebook group. Um, and all of those are under Capes and Japes, all one word. Um, just go, just go look for them and add them to your friends list, your timeline, your news feed. Just put it on all of them so you can be sure, um, to hear from us. Um, I am, I guess since this is the future now, I am going to be at Anime Boston this current weekend, which I mentioned last week for you, but an hour, I keep like bringing this up, like it's like, so, like I know podcasts do this all the time, but I'm like, whoa, time travel. So, um, I will be at Anime Boston this coming weekend. If you go and find any of those social medias and you are going to be at Anime Boston and you're not one of my friends who I am going to Anime Boston with, um, and you say that I listen to your podcast and I will meet you in Anime Boston, I will, I will, I will do something nice for you. I will spend up to five Earth dollars doing something nice for you. Um, that is my solemn pledge. Um, but you have to tell me one fact about a comic book in return. Um, <laughs> so I, so I know that you care. Um, all, all, that's, that's all our stuff. Um, we got a tip jar, so you can tip us. We got, um, we got a Pinecast and all the other places where podcasts go. Um, we got an email. I don't think I mentioned the email. We got an email that's capesandjapes at gmail.com. If you want to send us a... Are you Snapchatting me? <laughs> Sorry, my phone just came up with Snapchats from Elion um, while this is going on. Um, we got an email. We got a tip jar. We got a bedtime. It's 10.01, which means this gal's going to sleep. Um... So thank you once again. Sorry, sorry about, sorry about all this. Thank you once again for listening to Capes and Japes um, here with us tonight. As always, I have been Olivia. And I'm Elion. <laughs> <laughs> and my video is still freezing. I really hope there wasn't like a weird pause between those. There was a little bit, but... Kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. All right, let's end this. <laughs> okay, my internet can't take much more of this. <laughs>